Chapter Eleven of Adventures of the Teeny Weenies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Adventures of the Teeny Weenies by William Donahay. Chapter Eleven. An Invitation. Say, Cook," said the dunce, peering into the teeny weeny kitchen. "Can't we make some taffy? You have a lot of sugar now, and I thought maybe you could spare some." "Oh, I suppose so," answered the cook. "But just remember this: I don't want you to get things mussed up, and you've got to clean the kitchen up when you're through." "Yes, sir, we will," cried the dunce and he hurried out to tell the good news to the clown but as he ran out of the door all thoughts of taffy popped from his tiny head for he saw a most unusual sight up the walk came six teeny weenies staggering under the weight of a big letter and it was addressed to the teeny weenies the little men dropped the letter on the ground before the shoe house and quickly cut the envelope open with one of their tiny axes a piece of paper was folded inside the envelope and the little people soon pulled it out and spread it on the ground read it general read it shouted the excited teeny weenies all right cried the general keep quiet and i'll read it aloud the little folks had been chattering like a lot of magpies but they instantly held their tiny tongues and gathered closely about the edge of the letter dear teeny weenies began the general I thought I would write to you and ask you if you would come and live in my dollhouse. I have a nice dollhouse and it would make a very nice place for you to live in. I will cook good things for you to eat. You can play with my toys and I have a little toy horse that the dunce can ride on. You can have a pan of water to swim in. I will make beautiful clothes for the lady of fashion. I will make cookies for you and I will make candy too. Please come. I would like to have you come. Yours truly, your friend, Helen Myers. Jiminy fishhooks, shouted the dunce. Let's go. I can pack my suitcase in two shakes of a grasshopper's hind leg. Why, goodness sakes, exclaimed the lady of fashion, who had been looking at the little girl's address at the bottom of the letter. This little girl lives quite near, and we could go over to her house and see her dollhouse let's do it shouted the little people so earnestly that the general gave his consent and they set off immediately after a long walk the teeny weenies finally arrived at the little girl's home and finding the coast clear they soon made their way into the house in the corner of a room the little folks found the dollhouse which they examined from top to bottom well it's a nice enough house to look at remarked the cook as he stepped out onto the front porch but there isn't any running water or a sink in the kitchen and there isn't a bathroom cried the lady of fashion i simply couldn't live in a house that had no bath that just suits me said the dunce who hated baths it's built out of paper said the old soldier i'd never live in a house that was built out of paper there's too much danger of fire and besides no insurance company would ever insure a paper house and the old soldier sat down on the little porch 
Well, said the general, sitting down beside the old soldier, I don't think we want to give up the old shoe house. Even if it is old, it's a pretty comfortable place after all, and all the little folks quite agreed with him. The teeny weenies were much interested in the little girl's doll, which sat near the doll house, and they examined it very carefully. Of course, the dunce had to climb all over the doll, although the policeman had warned him to keep off. Finally, he got his feet tangled in the doll's hair and fell off its head right on top of the policeman, who was so angry that he marched the dunce home and sent him to bed with nothing to eat but water and bread. The little girl never knew that the teeny weenies had paid her a visit, but had she examined the front porch of her doll's house, she might have seen tiny footprints in the dust. The next morning, the teeny weenies answered the little girl's letter, and here it is, just as the little people set it down. Dear Helen, we want to thank you for your kind invitation, but we think it would be much better for us to live in the old shoe house. Shoehurst is quite comfortable, and it is so pretty under the old rosebush, we should hate to give it up. The big briars, with their sharp thorns, guard us like a sentinel, and keep big feet from treading on our home, and in the summer the cool leaves shield us from the hot sun. It is beautiful in June, when the scent of roses is in the air, to lie on the cool moss and listen to the humming of the bees. Your kind invitation has given us a great deal of pleasure, for it's mighty nice to know that people want us to come and live with them, even if we can't do it. We can't leave Shoehurst, for, although it's nothing but an old shoe, it's home. Again, thanking you for your generous invitation, we are sincerely yours, the Teeny Weenies. End of chapter 11